the Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Have an easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? You lucky team, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Joe Napoti, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Uh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Show. What if this could change the world? A burrito. Yeah. You are so weird. It could. It could change how we plant things, water things, grow things, pick things, move things, and transportation things. What? That's not a thing. It could make our farmers happier, more organic, more real, more soil helping, less carbon emitting, and world changing. Hey, are you still talking? And welcome back, everybody, as we roll into uh, the third half of our three-hour tour known as the Tom Sumner Program. And as promised, we're going to take a look at the big game coming up this weekend. We opened with a little little snippet that changed the world. was uh, a uh, leaked ad from uh, this weekend's Super Bowl game. I always love the ads, and um, and I've picked out a couple of favorites that I might share with you during this uh, next hour. But joining me by phone is... Uh, <laughs> the the uh, the wizard of all things uh, sports, in my opinion, a uh, legendary uh, sportscaster and writer, Tom Skinner, joins me by phone. Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tom. And as always, good to have a chance to visit with you, especially this time of year. Uh, one of my favorite times of uh, of the sports year, but a very different sports year on every level. Yeah, it it has been. Uh, I mean, for for everything in our world as we know it, uh, we have we have seen things that we never could have imagined, and, uh, and sadly, in some situations, uh, for way too many people and too many families, we've had to uh, 
uh, you know, we've had to say goodbye to to, uh, to people, family members and friends, and and uh, many people in the sports world as well. And what about this uh, this this big matchup? It's it's uh, kind of interesting. It, it it's almost like uh, if if Tom Brady if Tom Brady is on your team, you're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, this is trip number ten for him, and uh, he's won six of his first nine coming into this year's uh, game. And at uh, forty three, you know, I mean, to some people, it probably seems like fifty three or sixty three. He's been around forever, and and yet he still finds ways to lead his teams uh, to to the promised land of pro football, and that's the Super Bowl. Have have we had anybody um, who has gotten uh, as long in the tooth as uh, as Tom Brady? Not that forty three is long in the tooth, but. Um, I remember thinking Joe Namath always seemed like he was in the game longer than most people. Have have we had others like Tom Brady who, at forty three, is is up for going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, but, you know, I'll tell you what. Let's look at the other side of the coin first, Tom, because uh, this is going to fit both sides of the coin. The youngest quarterback ever to uh, win a Super Bowl was Ben Roethlisberger with Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, many years ago, Patrick Mahomes, this, uh, the quarterback for Kansas City this year again, leading his team to the Super Bowl, is uh, he is the second uh, youngest uh, to lead his team to a Super Bowl win. Tom Brady was the third youngest, uh, and then we go to the reverse side of the coin you just brought up. Tom Brady is the the oldest quarterback. He's the second oldest quarterback. He's the third oldest quarterback to ever lead his team to a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning, at 39 years old, almost 40, uh, he was 39 years and 10 months, led the Denver Broncos to a Super Bowl win after he had left the Indianapolis Colts a couple of years before. And then John Elway was uh, 38, 38 years old and change. He's the fifth oldest to have led his team to a Super Bowl victory. But uh, you know, Tom Brady is uh, one, two, three in the long and the tooth category for Super Bowl quarterbacks. So there, um, so this is historic in in that regard. No question. I mean, George Blanda was a backup quarterback for the uh, uh, Oakland Athletics back in the sixties uh, uh, and seventies. Uh, and he was kind of a their their relief uh, pitcher, if you will. He came in and, and uh, led him to some magical moments, but but not to a Super Bowl win. I think he was 47 when he hung up the cleats, Tom. But uh, for for Super Bowl success, and and now doing it with two different teams, he becomes the second quarterback to lead his team to two different uh, Super Bowls. And the, the first one was Peyton Manning, who led the Colts, as I mentioned a moment ago, and led uh, uh, the Denver Broncos to Super Bowl uh, victories. But Brady, you know, he's just a different animal. And, you know, this is a guy that was a sixth-round draft pick out of the University of Michigan. And, you know, he, he uh, has proven that that was the best sixth-round pick that anybody's ever made. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's funny. Other teams, other teams are... 
are still kicking themselves that they didn't take him. Now, what what about the run-up to the Super Bowl? Did we really have full seasons? It seemed like we didn't have any sports, and now all of a sudden we're going to the, the Super Bowl. Football, pro football, they started out, uh, and they have a, a normal 16-game regular season that they play in 17 weeks. Each team gets a bye week, and it was unusual this year. There were there were games that were postponed, and and you you name it. Um, but in pro football, they did get a full regular season in. They each actually had an expanded playoff uh, just a bit with with uh, uh, the way they had it laid out. Um, but the, for the NFL, they were able to get it all in. Now um, the other sports, uh, basketball and hockey, last spring, baseball last summer. You know they they had to cut their seasons. Uh, start late, et cetera, et cetera. College football started uh, with some teams playing their regular schedule, uh, mainly uh, teams in the South, but the Big Ten and, and other conferences up at, in the uh, you know north of uh, the Macon Mason Dixon line, uh, Macon Dixon line, they, they didn't necessarily have a full schedule, but the NFL did. And and what about? Uh college and and uh and even high school athletics for that matter right now in in michigan of course we've got um a, a whole movement of uh athletic directors and and parents and you know athletes that are uh protesting or not protesting as much as uh, uh demonstrating and trying to be heard in Lansing, um, trying to get the governor's attention to uh, back off some of the restrictions on uh, sporting events, especially indoor sporting events. What um, what's what's the status there? Where where are we with that? Governor Whitmer yesterday in a press conference, among other things, um, she announced that uh, the contact winter sports were going to be allowed to resume, or actually, in their in their case, start. Football ended, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago down at Ford Field. The, a football season that started on a delayed basis. All the uh, schools, high schools, missed their first three football games and picked it up in week four, and then had an interruption uh, after three playoff games uh, in November, and then finally came back and they were able to finish, but. For the basketball, for girls and boys basketball, competitive cheer, uh, ice uh, hockey, and swimming and diving, along with wrestling, with the traditional winter sports. And I, when I say swimming and diving, uh, that's for the uh, boys. That's a winter sport for the boys and the girls. It's a fall sport. But they all can begin on Monday. Uh, now, teams have been allowed to practice, Tom, but... It has been only, uh, you know, essentially um, uh, drills to, uh, you, know, get, you know, just stay in shape. And they've not been able to, in basketball, get on the court against each other and practice and, or have any scrimmages with uh, uh, teams. Uh, but that all begins on Monday, and we'll see how it plays out. How do those um, uh, sort of adjusted uh, training sessions uh, stack up in terms of uh, the ability to play 
when they get into games but also what about the 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 safety factor are they are, are they ready to compete if they don't do full training well the, now the, the, the training side of it tom that might be a misnomer to some people because they have been able to do uh, the training side of it. Where they haven't had a chance to do is just play, you know, compete competitively in practice. And, and, and so that's been the, the big, the big uh, no-no so far. Where the biggest adjustment is going to be is in the length of the regular season uh, and, and when the, the playoff season will start they'll play fewer games than they normally would have without the pandemic. And, uh, and so, you know, it's going to be a matter of which teams can, can uh, come together as teams against opponents um, that are, that are going to have the most success. And, you know, certainly teams with more depth will be the ones that will have the advantage with that. But, well, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, right, right now it's uh uh, it's still a, you know, like the other, like the fall sports were. Uh, it's a work in, in progress in something they've never had uh, a template to work from before. Are all the stats from 2020 going to have asterisks? You know, uh, <laughs> I'm, well, it's interesting because I, I do some work with a local high school, and uh, I've had asterisks that I've uh, uh, I've put together with the stats that I've compiled and used. So, uh, yes, there, there will be, especially when you look at just the, the uh, final game schedule and results, because teams that made the playoffs and, and went very far in the playoffs, they played their last games in January, which is unprecedented. That's never happened in Michigan high school sports. Hmm. Amazing. Uh, how is the... Uh the Super Bowl event itself, do you think they're going to have more viewers because of uh, people staying at home? Yes, I, I think that they'll set a record. And, and you know, of the 10, top 10 television, uh, most watched television programs in history, uh, in U.S. history, nine of the 10 have been Super Bowls. Uh, so I think we'll see the, the numbers broken there for most viewers. Now, we're going to have a record, though, with attendance. But on the other side, the fewest number of fans to ever watch a game live will be the fans that are able to watch the game down at uh, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, which is hosting the Super Bowl for the third time. They'll be – here, here it is, Tom. Uh, this will be an asterisk, too, in some – way, shape, or form, there'll be more cutouts, 30,000, than fans, <laughs> which will be 25,000. How much does does a ticket cost for you to get your cutout into the game? <laughs> that, listen, I have researched, I've got five, six pages of notes here for you, Tom. Well, that i got to take a break here, but let's, let's dig into that. that when we come back. Can you stick around? Absolutely. Great. My guest is sports uh, caster and writer Tom Skinner, and he is uh, the go-to guy, especially for Super Bowl uh, Sunday, which is coming up this weekend. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with more right after this. Hello, darling. This is 
I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms, and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Hi, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. If you like talk radio that makes you think without telling you what to think, check out our whole show weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com. Selected segments are also available on this and other radio stations, but you can hear us anytime. Daily editions of the Tom Sumner Program repeat online all day and night on the show's website. Past shows can be found in the website archives. My long-format interviews with New York Times best-selling author photographers and writers from National Geographic, as well as artists, musicians, candidates, and elected officials are made possible by listeners like you. Support the Tom Sumner Program and Civilized Talk Radio. Visit our website at TomSumnerProgram.com and become a member. You can make a one-time gift or become a sustaining patron by taking the link to the Tom Sumner Program Patreon page. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support. I know this is a really hard time for everyone. We're facing a killer virus, economic pain, and all the frustrations of being cooped up at home. Believe me, I have two teenagers to deal with. But the worst thing we can do is let up now, triggering a second coronavirus wave that causes more death and economic chaos. What you're doing is working. You're saving lives. So let's all hang in there and please stay home and stay safe. discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air, where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums, where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses, and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org. Tom Sumner Program.com 
The Tom Sumner Program.com. Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We continue our conversation with sportscaster and writer Tom Skinner about uh, this weekend's Super Bowl and much, much more. Tom, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. Sorry to make you sit through all that. No, hey, that's not a problem at all, and uh, uh, I've been looking forward to this since we uh, made contact earlier this week about doing this uh, segment, and I know we've done it for a few times through the years. Yeah, what is this? Is this the 45th Super Bowl? 55th. 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 L- L, L V, uh, Roman numeral L, capital L, capital V, and uh, do you know why they use Roman numerals with the Super Bowl? I do not. Well, because the season begins in one calendar year and ends in another, they go L V, the Roman numerals, and uh, since two thousand four. Uh, it's the la- uh, it's the first uh, Sunday in February. After for many years it had been the last Sunday of January. So some fun facts. Hopefully your uh, uh, listeners can maybe win a trivia contest at a party that they're at this weekend you know, by yeah. answering you know, with, with that. Just before the uh, just before the break, Tom, you were starting to talk about some of the uh, some of the firsts of this year's Super Bowl, and one of those being the um, uh, the fact that cardboard cutouts would outnumber in-person guests in the stadium. Yes, 30,000 cardboard cutouts. And I, you ask the question, how much is it to have your cardboard cutout in, you know, in the uh, stadium? I do not know the answer, although that is something that came up during the baseball season this past year where some some uh, MLB teams uh, let fans buy a cutout and have their their likeness in the stadium for the uh, for their home games and but I do not know what the Super Bowl cost of a personalized cutout is I, I think that would be fun um, and you know you could you wouldn't have to worry about paying for transportation and hotel and all that. <laughs> and the biggest challenge is they wouldn't have to pay for uh, all the different uh, goodies of the concession stand, you know, where it's, uh, you know, uh, you need a line of credit and uh, your firstborn male child as collateral for what you're going to be buying. And that's just for a hot dog and a beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're both the, about equally obscene with their costs. What are some of the other uh, firsts with regard to this game that's coming up this weekend? Well, I mean, the uh, first time in 55 years that one of the teams in the Super Bowl is actually hosting. I mean, is they're playing in their home stadium, Raymond James Stadium, which has this is the third time that they will have hosted. But with Tampa Bay being in the Super Bowl, uh, they, uh, you know, that uh, that is a first in and of itself. Now, for uh, I, I, I saw I, I saw a Facebook meme that said if you really wanted to ensure that a team never um, played a home game during the Super Bowl, um, make Ford Field the permanent uh, venue. <laughs> yeah, you know, Ford, Ford Field is an 
is an is an answer in an answer for damn 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 no. Um, they haven't had a significant touchdown there uh, in Ford Field, and it's also the safest place to be because of that. Seri- no serious touchdowns. It's the safest place to be during a tornado warning in, in uh, southeast Michigan. <laughs> because nothing touches down there. No. Uh, hey, real quick, uh, this is not a first. It's a fourth, but this is the fourth time that a wild card team is has made it to the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay being a wild card team. Kansas City won their division. Uh, they come in with a uh, uh, a sixteen and two record. Uh, Tampa comes in with a fourteen and five record. But the uh, uh, the three other teams that were wild card teams that made it to the Super Bowl all won that Super Bowl that they made it as a wild card team. Something for fans out there to think about as they think about whether they might bet on one team or the other. Is, and, is there a reason, Tom, why uh, why this is the first time that there's uh, been a team uh, that is playing on their home field or, or has a home field advantage? Um, is that something that, that they've tried not to do or just a coincidence of scheduling venues and how the the playoffs come out yeah that's it that's it uh in in years past um there have been a couple of times when san francisco uh the the san francisco area hosted a super bowl it wasn't played at the 49ers home uh field but it was played within like 10 or 15 miles uh but this is just happenstance but this year with with uh you know tom brady and that was probably one of the big things in the off season when Tom Brady, you know, decided to to go to Tampa after uh, the Patriots didn't re-sign him. Um, both the, both Tampa Bay, the, the ownership, was going to do their best to get Tom Brady because you know he's he has been magic when it comes to playing in the Super Bowl. As we talked earlier, ten times uh, this this will be his tenth time this year, but it's just been happenstance. And the Lions have hosted a couple Super Bowls through the years, but you know the Vegas odds makers uh, made uh, probably a ton of money off Lions fans who bet that the Lions would make it to the Super Bowl in those two years. They hosted one of them at the Silverdome and the other at Ford Field. Hey, one other thing, Tom, I don't want to let it go by because you yeah. you asked me about uh, the cost of tickets this year, and uh, uh, according to my research, uh, two thousand. To five thousand dollars was the face value or ticket price, um, but you know I'm sure many of those tickets were um, made available to inter- interested parties who wanted to get a who wanted to buy a number two pencil for whatever um, the amount was uh, that the seller was going to offer. Uh, you know, wink, wink, because right. buying you know, scalping tickets is illegal in theory. Uh, or in, in many places. Yeah, but, buy, uh, buy this $2,000 number two pencil and get a free Super Bowl ticket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, hey, listen, this That's this the old Ollie Fredder gag there, Tom. Do you remember him? <laughs> he, he would yes, sell I the did. $399 banana and give away a, a free color TV. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, hey, you know, this has got a lot of different, different sidebars 
uh, Tom, this should be really well. Let, really let me back up just a minute on the on the cost sure. of tickets because um, I understand that there's a, a, a large contingency of um, frontline workers, hospital staff, and and the like um, that are going to be at the Super Bowl. Are those? I, I'm assuming those are comped tickets. Yeah, those are. I think they've been donated by the uh, by the uh, NFL, and and, and uh, most notably, each of the uh, NFL teams, uh, I think, could buy X number or bought X number of tickets that were donated to frontline workers uh, in their particular city. Uh, oh, that's how so, they did it. Yeah, uh, that's one of the ways that that, that they've done yeah. that. I saw I saw another one, Tom where there was a, gosh, I don't know if it was a, in Michigan, but there was a young special needs young man who was the kind of the manager, ball boy for the football team at his high school, and uh, the coach, and uh, I don't know how he got the tickets, but the coach and his team uh, presented that to this young man, two tickets to the Super Bowl for him, this young man and a guest, which uh, I'm sure there are a lot of, themes like that going on uh, uh, around. And that was going on during the regular a regular year as well. But, uh, uh, but there's I, a little more that. room for it this year. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, and uh, there's a lot of flexibility with the cutouts. You can move those cutouts a lot easier yeah. than <laughs> you do Yeah, that's true. Uh, they, they don't uh, complain when you move them to the cheap seats. Hey, speaking of the cheap seats, uh, first Super Bowl, 1967, Green Bay, Kansas City. Uh, you could get a ticket for 12 bucks. <laughs> oh man, you can't you can't get a beer for that now. No, and first uh, Super Bowl, 30 second commercial. Give me a guess on what a 30 second commercial was for that super that first Super Bowl, 1967. Uh, uh, I'm big gonna, game. I'm gonna guess it was uh, around thirty thousand dollars. That is pretty go- doggone good, thirty-seven thousand five hundred. And this year, for a thirty-second commercial, for the second consecutive year, uh, you gotta you gotta get the uh, the wallet out to the tune of five point six million for a thirty-second spot. Wow. And you know what's what's surprising to me, and I've looked at a few of the the spots that are going to air this Sunday. Um, most of them, if if there wasn't a logo on the screen, don't mention wow, the product at all. Huh? That's interesting because uh, you know the traditional favorites: Coca Cola, Budweiser. Uh, I'm not sure what the other couple others are that are usually in there. They are not. They're donating what they would uh, normally have spent. They're donating. I don't know if they're donating the entire amount of what it would have been for a 30-second spot, but they're donating it to local charities in their communities. But there will be, you know, there will be a lot of people that fork out the big bucks. In fact, I don't know if you knew this, Tom, but back in, uh, oh, gosh, it might have been 1996, but uh, the Super Bowl, or 1991, Duraliner, which was a bedliner company over in the Lapeer area. Their right. their uh, yearly budget was one point one million, and they bought a, a one million dollar ad in the Super Bowl, 
and their sales exploded. Yeah. Best, yeah. best uh, investment uh, that they ever made in, in uh, a commercial, in their, in their advertising. Amp- Apple uh, launched the Macintosh in 1984 for a million dollars and made their money back in sales the next day. Yeah, in fact, that's one of the, the all-time favorite uh, commercials through the years. Oh, yeah, why um, 1984 won't be like 1984. <laughs> that was that was the tagline, but the the video yeah. was was stunning. Yeah, and, and it, it it was one of one of those that you uh, as a someone that's in the marketing department, the advertising department, you know, you got to sell it to your uh, your boss, and uh, you know. You're either employed the next day or you're looking <laughs> for work. That's right. Oh, but, that's you know, that, that ad you're talking about, uh, uh, that was, uh, um, that was um, it was at least one of those who rate all-time commercials. That was number two, uh, that 84 Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, and, and I, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm, I'm not certain about this, but I think that was the first year, it was certainly the first year that I was aware that those spots went for over a million dollars. Yeah, that, that was a big, that was a big uh, year. Uh, and, you know, now 5.6 million. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. Uh, Coca-Cola, they, they hate kid catch, where Mean Joe Green, the former Pittsburgh uh, oh, yeah. uh, standout, tossed the, his jersey to the kid. That, in, in most circles... That's considered number one. Number three, uh, with many circles, was the, it was the 1984. In fact, 84 was big for, for a, a couple of different products. But uh, Wendy's, with their Where's the Beef, uh, with Clara Peller, uh, that, that ad was uh, considered one of the favorites. Did that launch on the Super Bowl? Yes. Well, that ad did, yes. And then the Budweiser Frogs in 95, that was a big one. Um, yeah, but, and it, you know what's going to be a big one uh, this year, I think, is going to be the, the Sam Adams uh, spot where um, a uh, a guy carrying a case of San, Sam Adams beer walks up next to the Budweiser wagon and pull, <laughs> and, and pulls the cotter pin out of the uh, thing that's holding the horses in, and they run off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he goes, oh, darn. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, it's very funny um, because we're so used hey, what are you to... Gonna have for, what are you going to have for food on, for the Super Bowl? Um, I'm, I'm not doing a party, so I'm going to eat, you know, what I normally eat. I'm, well, not what I normally eat. I'm, I've got a steak in the fridge, but, um, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have a, a steak dinner I, because like I say, I'm not entertaining. So there's no reason to have out a lot of finger food. Um, what, what are you doing? Are, are you getting together with family and friends or? I'm getting together with my dad. We're gonna we're gonna sit. My um, we're gonna have uh, chili. Uh, we're gonna have uh, some chicken wings. Which, by the way, over 1.5 billion billion with a B chicken wings will be served on Super Bowl Sunday. Wow. Now uh, 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 Super Bowl Sunday also. Now I will be making some of this some homemade guacamole. 
That is one of the favorite things. In fact, I would have thought this would have been a Cinco de Mayo day in uh, in May, but there's more guacamole served. Eight million pounds of guac will be served and consumed on Super Bowl Sunday, the most of any day during the year. Really? Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize yep. that. I knew, I knew chips. I mean, I mean, chips of all kind, but nachos is a is a huge thing. Um, Fourteen thousand five hundred tons of uh, chips, different chips, wow. will, will be served on Super Bowl Sunday. That's a lot of chips because they're not that heavy. And that's a lot of queso. <laughs> that's a lot of dips too. Well, yeah, they're you know probably big. Uh, liquid tankers of the stuff vats <laughs> exactly exactly bat. um what are some of the other uh things that we're going to notice i one of the things that i noticed about the ads this year and i think maybe it started uh, within the last couple of years 15 second spots yeah you know what i haven't read a lot about that but um there, we're seeing more 15-second spots in just about uh, any uh, any type of, of programming. In fact, I just talked about a 15-second spot with a network that I do work for uh, out of Atlanta, Georgia, the NFHS network, which is a, a national federation of high school sports network uh, with over 10,000 schools in, in the network. And we are now being you know, encouraged to do, to, uh, do more 15-second spots. Which you know that that's just another way to you know an added value thing when you sell it to an advertiser, you have the regular sixty second, thirty second, and added value spots with fifteen. Uh, that's become more popular. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to be sure. It, in fact, here's uh, here's one that comes in at just under fifteen. Let me see if I can uh, get the volume up on this. I knew it. Flying the kite, and why does the kite look like Matthew McConaughey? A little help. Yeah. Oops. Oh. Oop, I rolled into something else that was in the player, um, but that was a, a spot with Matthew McConaughey. And again, it's an example of uh, what I was saying earlier about some of the spots. When you listen to the audio, if you're not looking at the logo for the company, you don't hear them mentioned. Yeah, that's interesting. It's an interesting concept. And, you know, Matthew McConaughey is uh, one of the more popular uh, faces of whatever, uh, you know, product is uh, being hawked right now. And, um, and you know, he, he, seems to, he seems to play into these things really well. So, uh, but, you know, with, from your angle, have, have you talked to many of your uh, listeners this week or, uh, about uh, the Super Bowl? Anybody have any ideas of who they think will win or who they want to win? No, um, I, I really haven't. Um, I know now my significant other, Sandy, um, she she just is anti-Tom Brady. Okay. Since Inflategate. Well, it's from, my father is, is, a, is not a Tom Brady fan because of Deflategate. He calls Tom Brady the cheater. Well, and, and, that's, and that's the same with Sandy. And so, you know, she just... Um, She's rooting for anybody that can take Tom Brady out. <laughs> well, your dad has never, my dad has never met Sandy, 
I'm sitting right now in the living room with him, and he just gave a double thumbs up for, <laughs> for your lady friend Sandy and, and her dismay for Tom Brady. Yeah, she just... And, my dad's a Michigan, and Tom, I'm sorry to jump on you there. Yeah. And my dad's a Michigan grad. My dad's a Michigan grad, and he just does not like Tom Brady. But what are the chances that this uh, young guy bests Brady? Or or, or is, is this a case where strategy rules? Well, Bruce Arians, the coach for Tampa Bay, has, has got a lot of experience. Um, and, uh, and boy, I tell you what, he's a guy that is difficult to cheer against. Uh, he has uh, uh, been fighting cancer and uh, right now has been winning. Um, but he is a he is a terrific tactician. Uh, but Andy Reid, the coach for uh, Kansas City, he is in a class uh, by himself. I mean, he he rolled the dice two weeks ago in the conference championship game. Went for it on fourth down and one. His team had a modest lead. It, it uh, and it was near midfield, and he rolled the dice and and his strategy uh, played out perfectly. The young kid. Uh, or not the young kid, but uh, Chad Henney, the former quarterback uh, at Michigan, who was their backup, had to come in because Patrick Mahomes went out with a uh, concussion. And and yet Andy Reid uh, felt that uh, the, the veteran backup, Chad Henney, could execute this pass play. It wasn't just uh, going for a short run. He uh, completed a, a pass. And, and so from the standpoint of strategy, uh, Andy Reid's playbook, is open for every single page in it. And I would probably, because of his experience, give him the edge there. Mahomes, when he won with Kansas City last year, became the second youngest to uh, win a Super Bowl as a quarterback. If he was to you know, lead uh, the Chiefs to a title uh, on Sunday, he would be the youngest to take a team to two Super Bowl wins. Um, and on the other side, is the Tom Brady thing we talked about earlier yeah. in the show that he's the third, he is the oldest quarterback, second oldest, and third oldest quarterback to lead his team to a Super Bowl. What are the odds makers saying? Odds makers give uh, Kansas City is giving three, and the over under is 56 points total scored between the two teams. And, uh, and there are some that have, they both got pretty good defenses. Uh, the, these two teams, uh, they can put points up on the board, though, in big ways. The most points scored in a Super Bowl in a single game uh, combined Super Bowl points, uh, 75 points in the uh, uh, the Super Bowl 29, San Francisco 49, San Diego 26. Second most, 74 points. That was Philadelphia 41, New England 33, 2018. Uh, so, uh, but the 56 is the over under, and if you if you like the over, um, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see it go either way with the points, just because the defenses are so good. And Tom Brady in his win over Green Bay, he, he and his Tampa Bay teams won over Green Bay. He threw three interceptions in that game, but he also threw three touchdown passes, 
and uh, was able to help run out the clock at the end. Hey, Tom, I've got to squeeze in another break here. Can you stick around? We'll uh, we'll, we'll do one more segment. All right. My guest is Tom Skinner, a legendary sportscaster and writer. We'll be back with more right after this. Hey, (laughs) this is the Unknown Comic, and guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now, and now, and now, too, and even now. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms, and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. The Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Hell, Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the bricks. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write to us at TomSumnerProgram.com, call us at 810-339-8255, or contact us on Facebook. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner Program where to go. Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make. Throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air, where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums, where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses, and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org. If you are sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, take steps to help protect other people from getting sick. Stay home except to get medical care. Call the doctor before visiting. Separate yourself from others who live with you. 
Wear a mask to protect others. Cover your coughs and sneezes with a tissue and clean your hands right away. Avoid sharing items with other people in your home. This includes things like towels and bedding. Be sure dishes are washed in hot water or the dishwasher before anyone else uses them. Stay aware of how you feel. If you start to have difficulty breathing or if you are worried about your health, call your doctor. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. I get the uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. Oh, but Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. What exactly are you insinuating? You think that I would do that to you to go behind your back after everything that we've been through? I can't even look at you. Too much? Just stick to the line I gave you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We got, uh, yeah, we've gone into overtime a little bit with uh, Tom Skinner talking about this weekend's big game. That was, that spot just there um, was another example of, uh, the commercials often in the Super Bowl are so clever and entertaining that they don't even follow the point of advertising, and that's to mention the product name as many times as possible. They put a little logo up in the corner and then put on a little play for you. But there's lots of people watching, so it's important stuff. Anyway, Tom Skinner uh, is uh, with me by phone. Tom, thanks for sticking around. You bet, Tom. And the point you just made about the Super Bowl commercials and and uh, the, you know the product uh, not necessarily being a uh, the main part of the storyline per se, uh, you know that's one of the most uh, uh, telling reasons why the fans watch the game in the huge numbers that they do is because they have found that the Super Bowl commercials are, are so good, uh, so witty. Uh, that you know, women who, for many years, you know, were not part of a significant numbers of fans that watch, now are at least half the fans that watch on TV are women, and so it's a, you know, driven by commercials, and there you know might be something to do with with uh, men in tight pants. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that plays a role. I'm sure that plays a role. Yeah. Um, but I but I remember uh, just not very long ago, what three or four years ago, maybe maybe it's been more now. But um, when Betty White popped up in Super Bowl ads, and, oh, in, she's ninety nine now. Yeah, and Tom, she has been one of the most popular uh, pitch women uh, for years, for decades. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. But but it was interesting to see her in the Super Bowl and and she pops up in the Super Bowl and and there's I think she gets tackled in the first spot that I saw her in oh. 
And um, and then boom, there there was a write-in campaign, uh, a Facebook or or social media campaign to get her uh, to host Saturday Night Live, and there she was, just yeah. just a, a few months later. And and she just keeps having resurgence after resurgence. I, I mean, she goes you know way back to the uh, early 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 days of television. Yes, and uh, it, she has been one of those. Uh, I, I don't remember a role uh, that she hasn't had that hasn't you know, been one of uh, one of those that has been one of the more popular. I mean, she is so. Uh, easy to like uh, yeah. her, pers- her personality and the way she carries herself. Uh, uh, even, even the Mary Tyler role, Mary Tyler Moore role she had where she was kind of a, a you know, uh, whatever. A little bit she of a backstabber. Yeah, yeah. She played the role so well, you, you still, still had to like her. Well, and because there's, there's always a fun side of her in every role she plays, whether she's playing, you know, a good guy or a bad guy, there's that twinkle in her eye that you know whatever she's doing, it's all in fun. And it shows Absolutely. through in everything she does, whether she's pitching stuff or playing a character. She's She is phenomenal. And speaking of, of people being phenomenal, we've been uh, basing most of our talk about the, uh, about the big game Sunday, about quarterback v. quarterback talking about yes. age and all of these other things are there other people on the teams that we should be watching for sunday yes definitely uh for kansas city uh you know mahomes is, is outstanding but you know when you when you do the tail of the tape uh you have to look at uh the, you know the supporting cast tyreek hill and travis kelsey are two great receivers for Kansas City, Travis Kelsey uh, among uh, those in the in the game right now, I think that he is one of the best tight ends of all time. And Tyreek Hill is an outstanding wide receiver who has worked through the drops a little bit uh, in the playoffs uh, and has, has you know kind of gotten himself back together after dropping some wide open passes. Those are two guys on that side of the ball for uh, Kansas City. Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski, who was a tight end in New England when Tom Brady was there, then he retired a couple years ago. And then when uh, when it turned out that Brady signed with Tampa Bay in the off season, they ended up Tampa Bay uh, and Tom Brady were able to talk uh, Gronkowski into coming out, uh, out of retirement, and uh, he was traded uh, by Kansas City, or his rights were traded uh, to to Tampa Bay. Uh, I believe that's how it worked. But he is an absolute stud for Tampa Bay. But they've also they've got others who uh, uh, you know who can make big plays. Mike Evans is an outstanding player. Scotty Miller, kind of a an underrated wide receiver, is solid. And uh, uh, Chris Godwin, another you know big receiver for uh, Tampa Bay. So there there are the guys on the offensive side of the ball. On the defensive side of the ball, one of the guys in particular for uh, Tampa Bay who's been a a standout on the defensive line is former Detroit Detroit Lion and Dominican Sue, uh, who was a first round pick for the Lions uh, years and years ago. Uh, he is he is someone to be reckoned with uh, for Tampa defensively. Um, also, uh, they've got a Pro Bowl t- defensive end in Jean Pierre Paul, uh, and 
and a good uh, defensive supporting cast. Kansas City is solid defensively uh, also. Um, you know, it's one of these. Is it going to be a good games? game? It's going to be a nail-biter? I, I think so. Uh, Frank Clark, a guy out of uh, University of Michigan, uh, one of at least three Michigan former Michigan players, he's a standout defensive end for Kansas City. Yeah, uh, For me, my, uh, my call on the game is uh, Kansas City because of Andy Reid and his experience as coach uh, and, and the young kid. Even though I'm going to be pulling for Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, I think that uh, Kansas City uh, edges uh, Tampa Bay 34-31. So if you add that up, I, I'm going to I'm going to think that the over number of 56 is the way to go. Now, that said, Tom, in the final minute or two, I know we've got to yeah. close this up. Lowest Super Bowl points scored. We talked about the highest earlier. If this ends up being a defensive game, New England in Super Bowl uh, 53 just a couple years ago beat the L.A. Rams 13-3, to 16 total points scored. That, that's the fewest allowed. Uh, next fewest, Miami beat Washington 14-7 to uh, in Super Bowl 7, way back in the early years, uh, 14-7. So 16 by uh, in the New England LA game and 21 in the Miami Washington game, the fewest points scored in Super Bowl history. Well, as you predicted, it's time for us to wrap it up, Tom. But uh, have a great weekend and tell your dad, Sandy says, go Chiefs. Okay, I will. <laughs> and thank you for the opportunity to uh, share this uh, uh, the Super Bowl information with your listeners. Great, thanks, Tom. You bet. Bye bye. Bye bye. That was. Uh, Tom Skinner. He is uh, a, a a real legend uh, around here for sports casting and uh, sports writing. What if this could change the world? A burrito. Yeah. You are so weird. It could. It could change how we plant things, water things, grow things, pick things, move things, and transportation things. What? That's not a thing. It can make our farmers happier, more organic, more real, more soil helping, less carbon emitting, and world changing. Hey, are you still talking? Well, that wraps it up for today's edition of the Tom Sumner Program. Always a pleasure to talk with Tom Skinner. The time just flies by. And uh, every year when it gets close to the to the Super Bowl, either right before or right after, we get uh, Tom to join us. And it's always uh, an honor and a privilege to, to have him be part of the show. I want to say thanks to Tom. And, and also, I want to say thanks to... Um, Oh, who did we have? Uh, Joanne Goldblum and uh, Colleen Shaddix, the authors of Broke in America. And uh, before that, we uh, talked with uh, Dr. Um, Tom. Tom Jordan. Tom Sumner Good night, everybody. Have a great weekend. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. 
Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And thanks for listening.